Angie, how are you? I'm good. I am um I'm feeling quite tired, but in like a happy tired kind of way. Um I guess I am I'm grateful to have like the record to focus on at the moment and I'm also just like feeling, you know, the intensity of the world happening around us and trying to uh hold, you know, a lot of grief with that as well but um I, I feel lucky just to like you know be talking about music to people like this week leading up to the record coming out it's just a lot of like this like conversing with people about music and it's like that's pretty nice so yeah good thanks that's that's good there and obviously yeah the world is in a state at the moment uh well it, it feels like it has been for a while and and i found if you focus on other stuff, at least you get some some uh, some decent happy thoughts. So an album that's always fun to talk about. Now, there there is something I read that you said in the in an interview that it's always kind of this negotiation about how you feel about the record at any certain point. How do you feel about it today? Um, I feel proud of it. Today I got a box of physical records like to give to my band and stuff and um I think it makes a difference having it in physical form mm. because you you have evidence of the work you know made manifest and um something that I struggle with when I'm feeling down on myself about it and like when my inner critic is loud um is that trying to balance that out is all internal and it's all like a mental climb. Um, but today it's just a simpler thing. It's sort of like, oh, you, you're unsure about yourself. Look at this thing you made that you can hold in your hand, you know? Uh, so I, I, I think this is maybe an easy part of the, um, or easier part of that cycle because, um, I get really hard on myself about having made the wrong decisions about stuff or like not knowing what decision to make, like in the mm. production and in the mixing of the record. And is this song finished? Can I sign off on it? Um, is the record finished? Like I find that stuff really triggers my uh, self like comparisons to other people mm. and like the self-loathing and stuff. And um that's always fun but like this week and like being this close to the record being out like it's all done like I don't have any more decisions to make and I can just kind of like practice acceptance and being at peace with everything that I've learned and everything that I've made and not have to like yeah I, I don't have to um pour any more uh uncertainty out like I can just it's like a reflection mm -hmm. moment and um I'm just kind of looking at the stuff that it's taught me and like I'm really big on learning and um yeah so I I'm happy to say I feel like quite good about the record this month but yeah you're right like sometimes I have not like sometimes I felt really uh, wonky about it but that's part of it I guess but I think it, you talk about something interesting with, within any cre creative endeavor, I would say, which is doubt. And there's always that that thing in the back of your mind, is this good enough? Uh, will people like this? Especially when you want to share that, that art. 
Um, when, whenever you started songwriting, was it different? Uh, was there less doubt uh, when there was no attention in, in a way? I think so, yeah. Um, I've always been pretty slow at it. Like I've probably always been navigating doubt through the process. But it definitely changes when you're using it um, for your, like, income you know and like that mm. it's a it's a business so i guess um the stakes change a little bit and i think that can create more doubt and more fear um and yeah i think when i started like i was pretty unsure but um yeah i had no one to answer to like i wasn't sharing the songs with anybody and i wasn't um relying on them to I, I, yeah I wasn't familiar with the external like validation or criticism that comes with mm. it um and now I guess I've had to challenge like why the doubt is allowed to get so loud and why it's so powerful like what is the fear at the root of it and sometimes I understand it and sometimes I don't but like that's been really important is to recognize like when that feeling is really big um to try and inspect it and pull it apart a little bit and because it, it can be like paralyzing and um then like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because then you don't get any work done and then you, you know it's your fear of failing is right in front of you so yeah, it's been it's been like a nice journey. I I'm quite interested. Like I've always been quite interested in trying to get to the root of things and trying to understand my feelings. Like that's I think that's what mm. made me into a songwriter is um, trying to understand what's happening inside of me. So the, the doubt and like the fear um, that's been a big theme of this record, even and like just of my the last few years of my life is um, trying to understand the why and I, I think it has always been there but it definitely is louder like the the more I have to lose or something yeah yeah I was gonna say was was there something specific that that set you on that path of of kind of exploring yourself and then why you feel a certain way that there's this phrase um paralysis what, what is it again paralysis uh, by analysis and that that's something I I kind of figured out that I have to deal with because I analy overanalyze uh, things a lot. So you got, uh, that's one of the realizations. But for you, wh when did you kind of start on that that path of, of trying to figure out why you were feeling certain ways? Um, I mean, realistically, like probably entering high school. And, okay. okay. <laughs> you know, like ch changing social spaces and hierarchies and... Um, all the confusion that came with like relating to the people around me and um mm. you know like being a young woman going through puberty um I went to a private girls school like a catholic girls <laughs> school and like um I was you know you, you start being socialized in a way that is like it just wasn't mm. in alignment with like who I am and um I was also really confused by that. I didn't know that at the time. And and 
so I think that like confusion being a teenager like I I just started writing and um I have always been someone who like googles really basic questions like wiki how you know like wiki how that website sure, sure. like how do you uh ask your friend if they really your friend or like how do you uh how do you start talking to someone at a party like I would always like google these things like I just always felt like socially inept like I was missing the language for something and and I kept it really private as well oh. and so songwriting and also just like yeah generally trying to understand that stuff was a really internal and um secret thing that I have done all my life and it's only now like being a bit older and, and being able to like look at it that I can sort of laugh at it and be like oh this is the way that I am like I you know I have had um like a psychologist help me see that like I might be on the autism spectrum and like often okay. that's what like women with autism might do is like try and desperately understand how to fit into these like social norms and um and maybe even find um a tool or like a special interest which I think for me was like songwriting and storytelling mm. and obsessing over feelings um so yeah I don't know I'm still kind of unraveling that one but that uh it's funny to look back on now and be like oh it's probably because I was like an autistic 14 year old like trying to figure <laughs> out how to be in the world you know yeah, but, yeah no, as you mentioned I mean it's it's not a there's no cure for it in a, in a sense that you figure something out and all of a sudden everything's fixed. I mean, it's a continual process, I suppose. But right. The role of music within that then, because I find it very interesting because I, I always see what artists do. I mean, you have to be very vulnerable and we talked about the doubt earlier, but to what what was the de decision then for you to to share that vulnerability and share those those thoughts with the outside world? I guess it's been what comes naturally. Like it's primarily a therapeutic process for me. Um, it's the only space where I feel comfortable to be that vulnerable, or mm. at least like usually that's been the case. I'm trying to work on it, you know, communicate <laughs> authentically what you are feeling to the people in front of you through language. But like music has been a portal into it. And so, mm. um, that it just felt like opening a door for myself like for my life and I guess uh people start hearing the songs and then I can feel like they're connecting to it and I'm kind of like okay like this works or it it, it goes beyond me but it started you know as, as a therapeutic practice and it's funny like my dad he's a big music fan mm. and he raised me on like um Bob Dylan and um like folk songwriters and rock writers who would be uh, and like Springsteen, like telling other people's stories and like mm. um, maybe being like activists and um, commenting on like the war and like the hardship of, you know, whatever. But um, he's always encouraged me and I like to write about other people's stories. Like I've had him, um, support me throughout my songwriting life like in an incredible way but I have always struggled with that like I mm. I just seem to not be able to or haven't been able to develop that skill and and when I sit down to write 
like I, sometimes I'm consciously trying to not be vulnerable about my own life, but it still ends <laughs> up there. And like, I don't, I, I've just started to see that as like, well, that's my magnetic center. And like that, I guess for whatever reason is like my purpose and my strength. And um, I don't really know why. And like, it's felt like a disappointing thing sometimes. And like it, a bit of a funny one, like that I've navigated. Am I too self-absorbed? Like, is this, um serving anybody or anything and I think I've come to understand that like it there is a way that it can serve people and there also is a way that it can be really self-absorbed and like but yeah I have I've asked myself that question and I just don't know it just comes down to it no but yeah. I, th I think both those things uh, are true at the same time right where, where it's on the one end self-serving but at the, uh, at the uh, other end of the spectrum it's it's kind of this this yeah collective thing that 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 we do making music and sharing it and being vulnerable so and this is a good kind of segue into the album light dark uh and light again because when did you start to adjust kind of or, or how did these songs kind of help you adjust your thoughts on this because for instance a song like letting go and kind of acknowledging well some some days i'm like this some days uh, i'm like this and that's fine uh, how did you kind of arrive or what helped you get there um like i mean it, yeah i wonder or, or maybe I, I should phrase it a little bit differently but the, that idea of self-love and self-acceptance i mean that, that's i think a big thing on the album and the, you, the, again as i mentioned that's not something you uh, arrive at that just randomly uh one day yeah and, and think okay now i figured it out so totally how did, yeah how did the process of songwriting and music help you kind of understand some of those things and, and get at least some positive thoughts uh, thoughts out of it yeah like it's such an interesting it's been a great evolution for me um to land in this place of trying to have a conversation with myself mm. like a lot of this record is about my relationship with myself and um and that has felt safer to ride. Like I think I I stopped feeling so safe or like I was on the right path if I was writing about other people necessarily. And like on my first record, there was a lot of raw early heartbreak, like first experiences of like, you know, that big mm. gutting like pain and um and it's pretty easy to blame other people and like project that outwards and um and then with this record like one of the first songs that I wrote for this record no the first song that I wrote on this record uh was staying down low it's like near the mm. end of the record and it's um initially like I was writing it about someone else like someone in my life and their struggle with depression but when I finished the song and I kept returning to the song um I realized that Firstly, like it wasn't really my place to comment on their experience with depression. And that was a bit of a like, that was a bit of a turning point where I felt um, like I, I had done something irresponsible or, you know, like touched something too fragile or someone else's mm. space. Um, and then working through it and kind of reworking the song a little bit, I realized that actually the song works better if I consider it to be about me and my own depression 
And this is alongside starting to understand like how psychology works and how like our conflicts with people are often just us projecting our own shit onto them. And like our relationships with people are like, we see our mirror and I, d- I don't think I understood that before. And I, I now um, I'm just much more aware of it. Like whatever it is that I'm struggling with in someone else uh, has so much to do with whatever is going on inside mm. of myself. And it just, I just, like I maybe just reached that point in my life as well where I had to like look pretty hard at myself and um, the way that I, the the patterns that keep repeating themselves in like the relationships that I have, like, you, you know, friendships, everything. And sure. um, like, <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe just getting advice from various sources, like people in my life and podcasts and whatever that was sort of like, if you want to feel okay, Uh, It starts in your, like, relationship with yourself, you know, doing your shadow work and um, expanding your capacity for self-compassion and your your self-compassion practice. And I was just trying to pick up a self-compassion practice. Like, I didn't have one. I wasn't nice to myself. I started learning that, like, we are subconsciously speaking negatively to ourselves like 80% of the time or something. And it just like blew my mind. I was like, what? Like maybe that's why I'm paralyzed. And like, <laughs> I I needed to talk to myself nicer. And like I was saying mm. before, like songs have been the way that I figured out how to communicate and um, where like the authentic thing comes out. And I was understanding that, the relationship between like music flowing out of you and songs flowing out of you and like being in flow, the relationship between that and the subconscious mind is like very connected, right? It's like quite a thin veil. Like yeah. sometimes a song comes out and you don't have any idea where it came from. And so I was consciously like trying to summon um, and like use that connection to just like plant seeds of kindness in my head like I was walking around my house saying to myself like it's okay like you know having my mental breakdowns and kind of being like it's okay and 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 then also like sitting down to write songs and being like it's okay you know <laughs> it was all this, uh, a practice that I was really trying to develop and um started like putting into the songs and I wanted to feel like when I got up on stage, I'd be creating positive experience and energy for myself and other people. And, um, yeah. But I think you mentioned something crucial, which is, uh, kind of realizing that, that there is some control you have over your own thoughts and that there is, uh, that you can steer it in a certain direction. And, uh, you mentioned staying down low and kind of what, what stuck out to me in that song is, uh, you mentioned, I think, The Walking Dead, and and kind of, uh, I wrote down uh, the fictional apocalypse always at the forefront of my head. But the, I always talk with with friends and stuff about mental diet and what you consume and how you, and we talk about uh, what's going on in the world. In the world, I've, <laughs> I studied as a journalist, and I can't watch the news anymore because I just get depressed all the time. So it's it's um, how do you navigate that? The fact that. Uh, you mentioned kind of trying to create these positive uh, things for yourself, but then there's so much uh, coming at you all the time. How do you navigate that? Yeah. Well, I I mean, even being aware of it, like you say, like having language for it has been pretty powerful because I guess 
you can't hide it from yourself. Like mm. I, it's not like I'm super strict about what I do and don't consume, but I think I understand better like my own sensitivity and what I might be sacrificing if I do go into like too deep of a hole with, um, with something. And like, I have quite an addictive personality, so I will still get hooked on like a toxic TV show, like, you know, a drama or whatever that, um, and then disappear into that world until I binged it. But then I'll come out the other side and maybe just like understand, okay, rather than needing to like find the next show immediately, like just, look at what you just did and maybe try and like balance <laughs> balance it out for a couple of weeks, you know, like maybe just even recognizing the power of that. Um, and yeah, I mean, like I am um, fascinated by the subconscious in a way that I just didn't really understand it before. I mean, I barely understand it now, but um, it's, it's funny. Like there's such a limited amount of our minds that we are in, control of and so I, I guess I like thinking about it as just like well yeah like what are the little things that I can mm. do um but I yeah I don't know like just being aware of it doesn't fix it I need to remember that as well <laughs> like I still I fall into the traps and it just depends like I've had seasons where I'm so conscious of like a mindfulness practice and and mm. really trying to like ground myself and center myself um but the last couple of months I've been really burnt out and like fully addicted to scrolling on my phone and I can feel it infecting my brain mm. um and yeah I don't know it's nice even just to talk to you about it honestly because it's I just feel like sometimes you just gotta like follow a river until like you can't follow it anymore and then be like oh fuck I hit the ocean like I better turn around and go back you know <laughs> Yeah. No, but this, I think this ties well into that idea of letting go of, of uh, it's okay, make mistakes, because I mean, nobody's going to do the right thing. I, I struggle with it immensely as well, because these days we have so much information about how to stay healthy, how to take care of your mental health. I mean, even the, the act of cooking sometimes makes me insane because I have to do it every day, three times. So there's so much always to think of. And, and yeah. And the, then the thing of, the, and that's why a song like Let It, Let it Go, I think is so good because it's it's kind of that realization, well, I'm never going to be perfect. I'm never going to be so embrace mm -hmm. what you're doing at the moment. I mean, I, I have a book, it's really interesting. It's called Embracing the Ordinary. And um, yeah. it's kind of about, because in this day and age, especially with social media, everybody wants to be famous. Everybody wants to dis be this and that. And that's kind of... Uh, not telling you but talking about how normal life is just normal I mean it's it's that's the way life is in, in a sense for a lot of people so it's it's yeah it's it's tricky to navigate all those things but luckily you have music and for you then because I I think you went to if I'm not mistaken Durham North Carolina um music the guide how how ready were you to to kind of show the the ideas that you had to other people and kind of uh, build them into what they've become now um by that point i was pretty ready but it took a long time to get there like i i, f I feel like i fell over a few times you know like mm. there was some stumbles like go into the studio spend some money try think that I'm ready um, and then it just wouldn't feel right and 
you know, sometimes it was about changing the people involved or changing the setting, but also like on a grander scale, I think, you know, it just took a while for me to feel like um, I was strong enough to, to make a record and like um, the universe wanted it to happen, <laughs> you know, like it just took a while, but yeah. So I, I, I guess I, experienced along the way like maybe what it looked like to show up and not be ready and then like the crippling like disappointment and like um self you know like loathing that would come with that um so that was just part of the process and then by the time uh last year came around like by the start of last year I kind of I had most of the songs and I had um maybe connected enough with like the feeling of failure like I just instead of just being afraid of failing I like literally felt like I had failed like I was just like oh my god I am so bad at this and everything is fucked and I you know like it I just felt so deeply <laughs> um like unsatisfactory that I, and I kind of had to get to that point. And then, um, what, why? Well, I wonder if I'll be able to articulate it, but you just reminded me as well when you're talking about like something else. Um, my, the, like one of my saving graces and helping, like, one of the things that guided me through that was this little Buddhism book that I mm. bought. And um, I didn't know much about Buddhism and it was by Pima Kodron, who's like a nun, like a Buddhist nun. And she had really simplified some like Buddhist ideas, like the tiny little pages would be like a few sentences and I would like read one page and then, you know, the next day I'd read the next page. And it, and it was just like opening my mind to like, firstly, that idea that you're talking about of like just being ordinary and just being where you are and life has some suffering and life has some beauty and like you don't need to be seeking and you don't need to be um but like you will and also that's fine and just kind of like this really calm gentle way just encouraging like a, a healthy relationship with failure and with fear and with like hitting rock bottom and how like that is a really raw and beautiful place to be because mm. anything can be born out of that and I think I felt like I had to hit rock bottom because of all the things that I was like clinging on to that I thought were like keeping me safe um and then you're at rock bottom and you're kind of like I can't take any of this shit with me like it's just got to be me who climbs out you know it's kind of like a rebirth thing like that's sort mm. of how I felt and so by the time it came to making the like recording the record in Durham like um it was a brand new experience for me to go into the studio and do, you know, we had like 15 days to do a bunch of songs. I had to be prepared. I was like taking quite a big risk. I was pretty uh, scared in some ways and I knew that it was going to be challenging, but um, I was also just like really willing to take the risk and like challenge myself and be prepared. And like, I just, I had got to the point and like, it took me time. Like it took me a couple of years, but I'd finally got to the point. It was like, you want to make this record. You're just going to have to be willing to fail. And that was easier because I felt like I had already failed. Like I felt like mm. I'd already hit rock bottom. And it's like, well, yeah, if that happens again, you know, you can get out of it. And 
are you going to not go and try? Like, haven't you always wanted to go to America and make a record? Haven't you always wanted to learn from new producers and like, um, what is possible, you know, beyond this like fear? So, yeah, I don't know if that answers your question. Sorry. Oh no, you know, I th I think you uh, worded that a lot better than than I would have been able to. Um, <laughs> and then. On on that, just a quick note. One other person, I don't know, maybe you've heard of him. Alan Watts is somebody I, I listen to a lot, and that has kind of given given me a lot of calmness <laughs> over the years. Um, and then he's somebody who kind of introduced the Buddhist uh, philosophy to the Western world. Um, yeah. But anyway, but but I, I find it interesting because kind of hitting that rock bottom, then uh, climbing out of it. And I, I think it's beautifully put, you kind of leave everything behind because you realize I have to move forward. And then you make an album. And now that I don't know how long ago the, that was, because there's always this this gap of, of, of releasing something. And then you have to sit with it as we started this interview. You kind of have to negotiate every day. So with that in mind, and I, I wrote down a quote from a different interview i can't i can't remember what it was but it, it's something along the lines of changing your expe expectations to meet the universe's intention now you you mentioned ex expectations just now and it is is how do you see success then in terms of what you do or in terms of or, or do, do you even think about it that way yeah i do um I guess I see it, I think I use, it used to be one of the things that I felt tied to. Like it used to be mm. something that I felt like I could lose. Um, and, or, or that I was really afraid to lose. Um, you know, like I had a lot to lose or something. And I think, um, you know, like I was saying earlier, what I've realized is, one of my values is learning like that's one of my core values it's one of the things i've always been like super interested in and um that's been really helpful because i realized that failure is such a good teacher and success teaches you things but um also i think in like in in like the loss of success or the loss of power the loss of um self like grandness um there's so much there's almost like more to learn and I think um that's really hard like those places are really hard to be but I now see success as like the other side of the coin like failure mm -hmm. and success are uh they travel together the same way that like love and fear travel together mm -hmm. and um and like growth and loss travel together. And I think like, I see it as something that is like, you know, it's the yang that needs the yin or whatever. It's um, like, it's not without pain. And I don't, I don't really know like how to define it for myself, but um I think I'm just less afraid of losing it. Like whatever it is, you know, like I have always been an ambitious person and like I've wanted to be like a touring 
you know, theater-level artists, like, all over the world, and I still want that. I guess, like, I see success as, like, being able to keep connecting with people through songs and, like, do this as my job. But um, I it just doesn't, like, drive the car anymore. Like, mm. you know, those, those ambitions are, like, uh, I, I think success is, like, a slippery slope if it's going to be driving the car because you end up sacrificing, in my experience, like, um like for your ambition like things that are are, are more important so I, I think like um like I want to feel successful in like the healthiest way that I can mm. and like um and if I think about it in like a spiritual way like I do feel successful now like I feel like I'm um like practicing acceptance and like gratitude and having the opportunity to um you know, like be mindful about the day, like that's successful. And like, I just didn't used to see it in a spiritual way. Mm. Um, it's funny, like you have to keep your mind in yourself. Like when you're making an album, that's like a product and people are kind of like talking about sales and stuff. Like <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to the conversations and I'm involved in them as a businesswoman. Um, but I'm really grateful for like the piece of my mind that has definitely gotten bigger. That's just kind of like, doesn't matter, you know, like, <laughs> That's a relief. <laughs> that, that's great to hear. Um, and I think that's a that's a good uh, place to end the interview. But may I thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me. You too. Thanks for the really thoughtful questions. It's really nice to speak this way. I really appreciate it. <laughs>